Praise the Lord Jesus. Father God, just, just have your way. Prepare our ears to hear, your eyes to see, Lord. Our minds to understand, God. That I might deliver your word as you have placed it in my heart and in my spirit. That we might be awakened today to stand firm, my God. No matter what comes our way. No matter what might rise up against us, God. That we might stand, stand firm in you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Praise the Lord. I believe this is a wake-up call. I believe this is a wake-up call to stand and stand firm during these times. Matthew 24, 13 says, But the one who stands firm to the end will be saved. You see, I found this nugget within this scripture, Matthew 24. And it's a scripture that the disciples come to Jesus to ask him, Jesus, tell us, tell us. They go away in a private place up on the mountain and they say, tell us, when are these things going to happen? What will be the sign of your coming and of the signs of the ages? What's going to happen, Lord? When is all this going to happen? And it's pretty interesting because Jesus gives them a wake-up call. You see, I think God throughout the times is into giving man a wake-up calls. That's what the prophets are all about. <laughs> he warns us and he tells us what we, need, what we need to do and gives us guidance on how to approach different things. Jesus gives them a wake-up call. He says, you will have trouble. You will have difficult times. And it's interesting because sometimes we use this, this piece of scripture just to speak about the end of times. But a lot of the things that, were, that Jesus spoke to, the, to his disciples came to pass. He speaks to the disciples and he tells them, you know, I'm warning you that others are going to rise and they're going to say that they're Jesus or that they're the Messiah. They're going to come in my name, but be careful. There's going to be wars and rumors of wars and, and, and nations will rise against you. And to this day we see that the people of Israel always having someone that doesn't like them. They will, you will experience famine and destruction. You will go through persecution. And I can't tell you how persecuted his disciples and those that followed Jesus during the, the, the early church were persecuted. Oh, people will turn from their faith and wickedness will increase. We've been seeing that this throughout the times. Wickedness continues to increase. Oh, the spreading of the gospel will take place. Matthew 24, 14. And we saw how that one day after they were filled, Peter got up and thousands came to, to know the Lord and follow the gospel of Jesus Christ. Oh, there's going to be abominations, he told them. And you see, you see this temple, and he pointed to the temple. It will no longer be. And they were like, what? 
Although he was talking about his temple also. We know that 70 years later, the Romans rise up and destroy Jerusalem. And the church, the temple of God is destroyed. He gives them a warning. The Jewish people would, would have great distress. The disciples and the people of God, including Gentiles in that time, would have moments of great distress, unequal from the beginning of the world until now and never to be equaled again. And they went through it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So Jesus shares things that they would go through. Yet he's assured, he assures them, don't worry, these times will pass. But also watch for the signs. The signs of the Son of Man in heaven will appear, verse 30, a blessed hope for those who have a relationship with Christ. He shares and tells them, look at the signs. Look at the fig tree. It had died, but now it's blossoming again. Look at the signs, he tells them. He shared that neither the day nor the hour are known, but that yes, that Jesus would be coming back for his people. Although we don't know the time or the hour, he just instilled in them that he would come back and they needed to be found ready. This is a wake-up call for the church to stand firm. Oh, surely... I don't have to tell you or, 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 or speak about the obvious that we are living some uncertain times. We are living times of trouble and distress among our midst. An article I, I bumped into in Forbes says, uncertain times represent a test of resilience, will, and character. They will measure our, our, our mental toughness, our capacity to grow and accept non-traditional ways of doing things. Most people are still trying to understand how to best, how to best manage today's new norm, normal, while others have learned to cope with it and move on. Oh, when I define uncertainty, it speaks about doubt and suspicion and, 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 and being skeptical. It means, about, it means that you lack the, the, the assuredness that you need to have about something or someone. Uncertainty may, may range um, from a falling short of certainty to an almost complete lack of conviction or knowledge, especially about an outcome or result. We don't know what the outcome is going to be. We don't know what the result is going to be. We are affected by, by uncertainty, troubles, calamity in negative ways. It affects our plans. We don't know if we should plan to go or not to go, to stay or not to stay. It, it, it messes up our emotions and our mind and our health, a healthy mind, our healthy um, emotions because it causes us stress and it causes us depression and it causes us being anxious and, and it, 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 it almost paralyzes if we let it. Because we don't know what to decide. I don't know how to make up my mind. Because I don't have all that I need to make a wise decision. Uncertainty. It makes it even sometimes difficult to move forward. Yet, we are currently in this state of uncertainty. Uncertain about what's going to happen with this pandemic. Health-wise, am I going to get sick? Am I not going to get sick? Did I test positive? Didn't I test positive? 
what's going to be predicted in the few, few coming months? What about the school system? Are my kids going to school? Are they not? Do I have a job? Don't I have one? An election year where we are so uncertain of the outcome. Issues around the world like hunger, lack, financial, instability. So many isms, I can't pronounce half of them. People in power not having the answers as they themselves are uncertain. Natural disasters, storms, fires. Currently, we don't have one storm. Currently, we have two storms coming our way. Not one, two. This Laura and Marco should go on a date and leave us alone, but they're coming our way. <laughs> sounds like, sounds like what Jesus warned his disciples about in Matthew 24. It just kind of sounds like it. Sounds like what the Jews, the Israelites experienced and what Jesus warned them about. Just like Jesus warned them, we are being warned, my brothers and sisters. We are being warned today to stand firm. We are being warned, warned and pressed to, to stand firm in the midst of the uncertainty. This is a wake-up call to stand firm. And you know what's a wake-up call? A wake-up call happens when you go away on a vacation and you're sleeping in your room. And you tell the hotel people, listen, give me a wake-up call at 7 o'clock because I have a massage at 8 and I want to be ready. That's a wake-up call. You've been sleeping and now you, be, you need to be woken up. That's a wake-up call. This is a wake-up call to stand firm. So when surrounded by uncertainty, how is it that we not get washed away by the waves of news? The one thing today, another tomorrow. How do we not get discouraged when we see systems around us falling apart, around us being mishandling situations? How is it that we deal with uncertainty in such, of the, in such times as these that we are living in? Oh, ho, ho, ho. I'm here to tell you because you are the church of Christ. Because we are the church of Christ. Let us not forget. We must stand strong and stand firm and stand tall in the midst of the situation. To stand firm, you need to stand up. Or offer resistance to somebody or something. Hold back, resist, withstand, fight down, oppose, fight, fight back, defend against the resisting strong opposition that's going to come your way. You need to stand. Oh, Ephesians 6, they use this many times. And it's standing firm against the enemy himself. The result of putting on the full armor of God. And standing firm no matter what. Standing firm whatever he throws. Standing firm in the middle of the situation. I'm going to resist. I'm going to persist. I'm going to preserve. I'm going to go in. In godliness and righteous living. Firm, properly fixed, solid, consistent, stable, not easily moved. More than ever, we the church must wake up in order to stand firm in spite of all the uncertainty around us. 
But how do we do this? How do I stand firm until the end? How do we stand firm until the end? And, and as I thought, the Spirit of God just put these few points in my heart. And I know that there's so many. But this is what the Spirit of God just kept bringing to my spirit. And I've cried before his presence. Because I need to, I need to work on this. I need to live this out. It's not easy. It's not only for you, but for us, for all of us. We must stand firm. The first thing we need to do is we must stand firm with our trust in God. We need more than ever a focused faith. We need to trust him and him alone. To trust is to have a firm belief in the reality, truth, ability, or strength of someone or something. In this case, I trust God. In this case, I choose God. We trust in the Lord. Proverbs 3, as Pastor V eloquently brought about in his reflection this week, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lead not in your own understanding, but in all your ways submit to him and he will make your path straight hallelujah glory to God oh you know what this means that in spite of everything we continue to turn to him through our spiritual disciplines of praying fasting reading the word praise and worship fellowship regardless of what oh what we see or what we don't see we continue to believe that we are relying on a powerful God we are relying on a true God we are relying on his truth hallelujah oh and that he is able he is powerful and he can be trusted. Hallelujah. I can't trust my government. I can't trust sometimes people around me. Oh, but I could trust God. You can trust God today. Let us trust God. This is a wake-up call to trust God. We must stand firm. Not only trusting him, but trusting that he is in our midst. We just experienced it. We experienced it this morning. The power of God descended and has descended in our midst and moves among us. Zephaniah 3.17 The Lord your God is in your midst. The mighty one will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. He is in our midst. You need to trust and know that he's the one. He's the one that will keep you. And he is in our midst. We understand this. We know that the Father God is in heaven sitting in his throne. We know that Jesus is sitting up there in heavenly places. Obviously, physically, they're not around us. Oh, but I'm here to tell you that the Holy Spirit of God, the third person of the, of the Trinity of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, he's not up there sitting anywhere. He's right now here inside of you and inside of me, sitting among his church. Oh, and he has promised to be with us always. He's your counselor. He comforts you. He strengthens you. He helps you to get up when you don't want to get up. He helps you and leads you to all things the Holy Spirit.
Holy Spirit of God is with you. Know that he has promised to never leave you nor forsake us. The Holy Spirit is with us. Do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? That's how come when unfortunately we had to close this temple, this house, we didn't leave the spirit here. We were able to have church in our home. We were able to praise God there. We were able to see the streaming and rejoice and feel his presence. Because the spirit of God is not in this place. The spirit of God is in you and in me, the church of Christ. Hallelujah. This is a wake-up call to know that he is in our midst. This is a wake-up call to stand firm, discerning the times. Let me define discern for you. It's having or showing good judgment to examine, prove, or test, scrutinized what's going on around you. This article I also read, or part of the article, says it this way. In its simplest definition... Discernment is nothing more than the ability to decide between truth and error, right and wrong. Discernment is the process of making careful distinctions in our thinking about truth. In other words, the ability to think with discernment is synonymous with an ability to think biblically. Period. Period. First John 4 said, dear friends, do not believe every spirit, but test the spirit to see whether they are from God. Because many false prophets have gone out into the world. This is how you recognize the spirit of God. Every spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. But every spirit that does not acknowledge Jesus is not from God. This is the spirit of the Antichrist, which you have heard is coming. And even now is already in the world. During these days, we must question everything. We must ask God to show us what is right, God. What is wrong, Lord? Who is it coming from, God? Uh, you need to show me. Who is it from, from? Who is it coming from? Is it coming from the evil one or is it coming from you, Lord? We need to not be deceived during these times. We must stand firm. Hallelujah. There are some upcoming elections, they so call them. Oh, and we need to be discerning in whether we send our kids to, to school. Who do we vote for? We need to discern, do I leave my school, my kids at home? We need to be discerning what we watch on television. Is it truth? Is it lying to me? We need to be discerning. Because what is the truth? In what is being preached and prophesied, we need to be discerning, my brothers and my sisters. We must discern, discern, discern. We must examine, prove, decide between truth and lie. And you must decide, I will follow the truth. I will follow the truth. I will follow the truth no matter what. We must examine it all. Test all spirits as the Bible calls us to do. Who are they pointing to? If they are pointing to any, anybody else other than Jesus, 
then you don't follow it. Then you don't follow it. Uncertain times are are, are a wake-up call to us as believers to stand firm and not only discern, but and discern with our with our ears, but discern with our eyes. A time where we put our spiritual glasses on. These are not my spiritual glasses, but they're my reading glasses, so they'll do. (laughs) Spiritual glasses on to see what the devil is doing. Oh, but also I want to see what my God is doing. We not only discern through our hearing, but we also see with our spiritual eyes as we look again. We see the signs, the signs indicating the times we are living. First Corinthians 2 says, but at it, as it is written, ears has not seen, nor ears, eyes have not seen, nor ears heard, nor have have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. Hallelujah. Yet, come on, it's not all negative and gloom. I'm not here to discourage you. You see, the times we are living are and is a wake-up call that he is ready to do a new thing among us in our midst, my Lord. He has given us opportunity to prepare ourselves in many ways and prepare yourself you need to. Oh, you need to prepare yourself in many ways. We cannot be caught out there lacking nothing. Oh, but I, I know that in these days, there is a special preparation. And specifically, he is calling us to prepare spiritually through the spiritual disciplines as I shared before. We need to be praying. We need to be seeking his word. We need to be in fellowship and in praise. We need to be sorting out him, him and him alone during these times hallelujah Hallelujah. we need to put on our spiritual glasses on and our spiritual ears fine-tuned to hear God during these times he warns in Matthews 4 therefore keep watch and be ready didn't he tell us that greater things are coming we're about to enter a new thing but, but we must stand firm and be attentive to the times. We must hear with our spiritual ears and see with our spiritual eyes. There is no coincidence that we have been navigating through, through these topics that they seem cute. But no, last year we were rooted and this year we're seeing all through our spiritual eyes. No coincidences in that. And the year before that was the miraculous as we followed through. Still awaiting miraculous things in our lives. In the midst of uncertainty, there is the truth, the lies, and something in between. As the church of Christ, we are receiving a wake-up call to stand firm in the truth. Therefore, during uncertain times, you need to stand on his truth, on his word. Therefore, in order to do battle uh, and battle uncertainty, we must stand firm on the word of God. Uh, those things he has promised to you and to me. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. 
You see, uncertainty will kill or try to kill your faith unless you stand strong on his word and what he has promised the church of Christ, what he has promised you. We are living days where there is so much lies bombarding, bombarding us through the social media, the politics, the sources of information that, that we are sometimes uh, 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 confused and uncertain, not knowing what's the truth or what's not the truth. Oh, but I'm here to tell you today the word of God is the truth. Glory to God. You need to stand on his word. We must stand on his word and promises in order to stand firm. I have spoken to you already about, about, um, uh, standing, uh, about standing firm, about standing and, during this, and discerning the times, about putting our trust in him, about knowing that he's in our midst, about trusting and standing in his word. Oh, uncertain times, wake us up, wake us up, uncertain times. There's a purpose for these uncertain times. Hallelujah. You must stern, um, stand on his word. There is a wake-up call to stand ready for action. Hallelujah. In uncertain times, we, the church of Christ, must act. We must act by becoming the instruments of God and prepare ourselves for him to use us in a powerful way, in a new way, in a different way. Wasn't that the word on Friday? He said something new, something different. Oh, we might have to get creative, but believe you me, he's going to use his church. He's going to use his people. We must want to be found in obedience, emptying ourselves for him, available vessels to be used by him for his honor and for his glory and for the benefit of the church oh it is time for the church to become and come and to understand that we need the power the power of the holy spirit pastor mark eloquently spoke about this last week oh we need to fill and allow the spirit of god to live within us and and manifest itself through us we need to be prayed up and willing to become instruments of transformation all through the gospel of jesus christ to stand firm in the authority given to us by god to move forward unafraid abandoning him and carrying out his purposes didn't he command commissioned us he commissioned us matthews 28 says then the 11 disciples went to galilee to the mountain where jesus had told them to go when they saw him they worshiped him but some doubted then Jesus came to them and said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you to the end of all ages. Mark 16, I like the way he puts it. He said to them, go into the world and preach the gospel to all creation who Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not will be condemned. And these signs, these signs, these signs will accompany those who believe in my name. They will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands and they, and when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people and they will get well. Hallelujah. 
This wasn't only for the disciples. I believe this empowering of the Spirit of God, it was for the church throughout the ages. You see what has happened is that the church has forgotten about the one that lives within them, the one that has the power to move and manifest. And we've gotten a little educated, and I love education. Oh, but we've gotten a little too smart for ourselves, thinking that we know better than God, thinking that we're better than that in a bag of chips. I'm here to tell you, you and I as a church of Christ have been called to be instruments to be used during this time for such a time as this to be used carrying out the gospel of Jesus Christ in uncertain times we are to know who we are in Christ we are his church his representatives here on earth called to make a difference bring about transformation to people to the lost and confused there are people in need. There are people desperately in need of hope, in need of something. And you and I have this treasure in jars of clay. And we're hugging it up and not giving it away. Hallelujah. Oh, help us, Lord is right. Oh, my God, my God, my God. This is the time. This is the wake-up call. This is the time for the church to stand, to stand firm, rise up and awake, and go forward giving out the gospel of Jesus Christ to so many. This is the time, and not just any gospel, the gospel backed up with signs and miracles and wonders. That's the gospel I'm talking about. Oh, and it's in your hands, and it's in mine. Hallelujah. We must carry out the gospel of Jesus by the lives that we live during these times of uncertainty. People got to see you stand strong. That even though I want to break apart, that even though I want to I, I cut loose, even though my emotions are telling me to do something else. Oh, but I'm a Christian and I'm a believer. Oh, my identity is tied in with the blood of the lamb. I am a representative, not of a Puerto Rican, Hispanic, raised in Spanish Harlem. Oh, not a Democrat or a Republic. Oh, not this or not that. I am washed by the blood of the lamb and I'm here to represent Jesus. Jesus, Jesus, hallelujah, glory to God. Praise the living God. We must stand firm carrying out the full gospel of Jesus Christ. With us everywhere we know, we go, know that because of that gospel, they will hate us. They will persecute us. Oh, but know that we have an eternal security and future in him. Matthew 24, 31 says, and he will send his angels with a loud trumpet call and they will gather his elect from the four wings from one end of heaven to the other. Hallelujah. Our eternal security. Our security is found in him and secured in God. These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the, of the Son of God so that you may know that you have eternal life. I don't know about you, but during this pandemic, the devil thought he was kind of slick and he played with a lot of our minds. And one of the things he played around was, in my mind in particular, was, oh, you're not saved. You're not good enough. You're not sufficient. You don't do enough. Oh, and he, he like, took it for, you know, he wanted to do a party with my mom. And I said, in the name of Jesus. 
In the name of Jesus, I am a daughter of a king. We are children and daughters and sons of the living God, washed with the blood of the Lamb. We have an eternal security, not in the circumstances, not in the uncertainties, but in our Christ, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And no matter what hell might come, and no matter what troubles or persecution or problem or difficulties, we are secure in Him. In Him. Then after all of that, we will hear those words I hope we all want to hear. Well done, good and faithful servant. Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Come in and share your master's happiness. <laughs> Oh, hallelujah. I don't know about you, but I want to hear those words. I want to hear those words about me. I want to hear those words. Come in, VG or Virginia, whoever what you want to call me. Just come in. Whatever he wants to call me. Because it says we have a new name up there, so I'll take his new name. I'll take the new name, no matter what it is. Come, 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 come. Well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful in a few things. I put you in charge of many things. Come in and share your master's happiness. You see, in times of uncertainty, he warns us. He warns us and he gives us a wake-up call because he loves us. It's sad to know that during this pandemic, I think he's used it to try to wake us up. The sad thing about it is that many have continued to sleep. The hotel manager has called. This is your wake-up call for 8 o'clock in the morning. And they've said, okay, later, click. And the hotel manager is patient. He calls again. I'm calling you again for your second wake-up call. <laughs> No, I, I'll go later. Ah, and, and this 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 man is is patient. He calls a third time. How many times? How many times is he gonna call us? The God that you and I serve is merciful, so he'll call you again and again and again and again. But there's gonna be a moment where that door is gonna close. And there's not going to be any internet connection. And there's not going to be a phone line. And there's not going to be communication. And he's not going to be able to call us again. This is a wake-up call for the church to stand and stand firm. Stand believing. Stand discerning the times. In times of uncertainty, he wants us to wake up. Stand firm as the church of the living Christ. This is a wake-up call to stand firm. Trusting that he is with you. He is with you. Stand firm that he is in our midst. Stand firm in his word. Ready to see and hear him as we position ourselves for action to be used for his glory and his honor oh this is a wake up call to stand firm and ready to be used and discern the times that we are living in this is a wake up call 
to stand firm knowing and trusting that our eternal security is in him because after we have stood firm we will be saved are you awake 